All righty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to New Student No Problem. I'm your host, Yvonne Anaya, and I am so ready to be back in the spring semester and in the studio for more podcast episodes. Um, I don't know about you, but I just, I'm so glad to be back on campus, Juliana. It's been kind of crazy these past couple of weeks, obviously, like y'all noted in our previous episode, but we're glad I'm back and better than ever. Um, But enough about me and enough about this weather. Let me introduce to you one of our many um, talented Honors College students, Juliana Kantner. Hi, everyone. My name is Juliana. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Yeah. I'm from Shawnee, Kansas. I'm a senior studying international studies and political science. On campus, I'm involved in Students with Refugees, undergraduate mock trial, and a club called Rotaract, which is basically a service-oriented club. I also am involved volunteering in a lot of local organizations as well. And as far as my history as an honors student goes, um, I'm an honors fellow. So throughout my time here, I've taken advantage of many of the resources, the honors classes, um, the grants to study abroad and research, uh, special opportunities to intern in the nonprofit sector and receive compensation for that. And it's really been so helpful along the way. Wow. Juliana is just that star student, everybody. Um, All right. So... This episode's like Juliana and I both said it's going to be anything and everything all about the Honors College. So let's just start out. Like, what are the requirements for it, Juliana? What are the deadlines for it? How does the application process work? Yeah, absolutely. So any student interested in being an Honors College student while at the U of A, um, when they're in their senior year of high school getting ready to apply for college, they'll want to first apply to the U of A in general and get admitted. And once they're admitted, then they'll have an access to an application for the Honors College. So there are essentially two ways that you can apply. The first is through automatic admission. So if you can hit a 28 ACT or the 1310 on the SAT, and then you can get the required GPA for your academic college, you're automatically going to be in as long as you apply. So the required GPA is a little different depending on what school you're in, but it's a 3.5 for some, a 3.75 for others. And then there's also an option for application review. So if you can't hit the SAT or the ACT benchmark, but you have a 3.9 high school GPA, then you can also apply with an essay and a resume. And the deadlines look a little different depending on what path you're going, but the priority deadline for both is December 15th. Perfect. That sounds like, I mean, for one, for very talented students, and two, I'm glad that there is, you know, Another option in case you can't hit those benchmarks on those standardized tests that you can go about it another way. So definitely look into that. Um, I'm assuming it's on honors.uorg.edu. So any and every anything and all the information that we discuss in this episode can be found um, on that website. So let's move on and talk about signature seminars, the forums, readings and the trajectory courses. What are they? Um, And then have you taken any trajectory courses? If so, tell me about your experience with that. Yeah, so uh, the honors courses are one of my favorite parts about being in the honors college. A lot of times they're very discussion oriented or involve hands-on activities, which always helps me learn at least. The signature seminars are usually like specialty courses that are just in an area of like faculty interests that are offered in any given semester. One signature seminar that I took was a course called I think it was Honors Global Changemakers. So we learned about food insecurity and social innovation, tied those two concepts together. Um, There are also like forums, which are sometimes less than 
the normal hour count for a class. I'm in a form right now with uh, Chancellor Robinson, which is super interesting. We get to learn about like what goes on in university management and just everything that goes into our experience here as students. Um, And then there's also trajectory courses. So if you're like pre-law, pre-med, you can take a course and kind of prepare for that path. Um, I took the pre-law trajectory course and it was awesome. I got to hear from a bunch of alumni from the U of A that are studying law now or are in the legal field. I learned about big law. I learned about smaller firms, about working in government, and it kind of helped me figure out what I want to do. So do you want to be a lawyer? Yes. Yeah. I'm applying to law school right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, best of luck. Um, That sounds really cool. I really like the fact that you get to take a class with Chancellor Robinson. I had the chance to interview him um, earlier last semester and he was such a cool guy. Um, so, so, so knowledgeable. So that's a really neat option. Um, and a really neat, you know, experience to get to have while as a student here. Um, let's talk about studying abroad. I know that is a big, um, that's a big question for a lot of people who, Mm -hmm. you know, not just at the U of A, but university students in general is Mm -hmm. how can I study abroad? Do I have different opportunities? You know, if I am an honors student, Um, So let's just start off with the first question. Have you studied abroad? Yes, I did study abroad. Um, I got an honors grant in order to go to Barcelona for a U of A faculty led program. Um, And it was also relating to that global change makers topic I mentioned before. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. How long were you in Barcelona for? It was two weeks. So it was an intercession. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so much fun. So let's talk more a little bit about that. How does a typical um, honors college trip look like? Yeah, so honors students, about 70% of honors college students at the U of A choose to study abroad. And that's because the honors college offers us grants. So they are competitive, but if you put in the effort and the work, you can receive those grants. So it obviously reduces the cost by about 40 to 50%, which is awesome. So typically, you know, a lot of honors college students will use those financial resources so that they can more easily access um, a study abroad experience. And my program, for example, it was like about half honors college students, half, you know, non-honors college students. Um, And I mean, that program just looked like like it was like I mentioned with the honors college classes, it was very hands on. We did a lot of site visits with local companies in Barcelona. So the topic was trying to look at companies that have a social mission. Um, so we got to really connect with these organizations. And obviously, that's great for students that are maybe looking for internships or experiences abroad. Um, and then we got to kind of compare that back to Northwest Arkansas and the nonprofits and businesses with social missions that work in food insecurity and job skill development here. So yeah, it was very hands-on. I feel like I got a lot of like in the field experience to come back and then connect that to my studies. Yes. I like that you can quite literally go to another country, but yet make it full circle and connect it back to, like you said, those Northwest Arkansas experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So what is the typical price range, you know, for a study abroad? It honestly so depends on how long you want to study abroad. So an intercession, I think it was around like 6000 total. But like I mentioned, I was able to receive the Honors College funding um, that covered about 40%. And then also usually your individual academic colleges can also provide some scholarships. Um, depends on what school you're in, but I'm in Fulbright. Um, the College of Arts and Sciences, and I was able to receive a grant through them. 
ultimately I was able to get the entirety of my expenses covered through scholarships. But it depends, like if you're in a semester program, well, obviously that price is going to go a lot up. But again, there's still scholarships offered that are bigger for the longer programs. Yes, um, that is so cool. That's really neat. You know, I never got to study abroad whenever I was an undergrad, but I think it is really neat that you said the Honors College has those grants, but also you can look into looking at them through your specific colleges and they'll also offer you something. So yeah. definitely keep that in mind if you are considering to study abroad. Um, shoot Juliana an email <laughs> yeah. if you have any questions about that. I'll include all um, everything at the end of the episode. So let's go into the next one, which is an honors thesis. Tell me about that. Yeah, so an honors thesis is basically um, a piece of faculty-led, or, you know, you work with a faculty member at the U of A to conduct a research project, and you gotta, you get a lot of freedom and liberty to pick that topic. Um, some students go, like, a more just, like, a research paper route. Other students will go with a more creative project route, and it honestly depends on what your major is and what your area of interest is. Um but yeah, basically, you usually, you know, your freshman, sophomore year, you're not thinking too much about your honors thesis. Maybe you are trying to build some really good relationships with professors so that you can figure out who you want to work with. And then that junior year, you, you know, hopefully at that point, you found a professor that you want to work with. You picked your topic. Maybe you start working on some proposals and stuff like that. And your senior year, end of your junior year, you really have to get going on that research. Yes. So, uh... Have you started your honors thesis? Obviously, I'm assuming yeah. so. And <laughs> yeah. how's that going for you? Yeah. So my honors thesis is kind of an interview-based project um, looking at refugee resettlement in the Northwest Arkansas area. I was a volunteer coordinator intern for Canopy, the refugee resettlement agency, for about a year and a half. And during that time, I saw how valuable volunteers are to resettling. Um, so I wanted to really look at how to make volunteer programs and refugee resettlement more effective because especially like uh you know for a couple of years in the United States resettlement numbers were very low and um there wasn't a lot of funding so these agencies are very dependent upon volunteers it's important that those programs are as effective as they can be um so i have conducted interviews with volunteers at Canopy Northwest Arkansas as well as staff members there and looking at be the best ways to improve their programs Wow, you are, you know, I'm glad. I like to hear that. I love to hear that. So typically, how long does it take for the whole process? You kind of mentioned it, you touched on it a little bit, but let's just, let's circle back. So how long yeah. was your experience? How was your experience? How long did it take you versus the typical one, if there is one? Yeah, so my experience, um, I, in my freshman, sophomore year, took a couple of classes with my current mentor, Dr. Phillips. And, you know, after having taken a couple classes with him and he really was the one, one of the professors that kind of has helped me with so many different things. I, you know, approached him and I said, Dr. Phillips, you know, I'm interested in studying this topic. I know that you have a lot of experience with nonprofits. I'd love for you to be my mentor. And of course he was awesome. You know, I was like, yes, I'm happy to do that. Um, and so that was really all the work that I did my, my freshman, sophomore year. But of course I had that internship experience, which kind of led me to start thinking about my topic. So for a lot of students, they have experiences in those first two years that kind of inform where they want to go with their research. And then my junior year was when, you know, knowing that I wanted to apply for funding, apply for research grants and all that, I really started to have to put together at least a thesis proposal, which is usually like, you know, a couple pages. And then 
the end of last year, my junior year, and this year, I, I, I really, the beginning of this year, I really got all the interviews together. And now I'm actually writing my thesis. Wow. Well, best of luck to you on that. Thank you. Um, do you want to mention anything else? Any tips and tricks that you've learned? Um, really, my biggest advice to students is during those first two years, like don't be shy with your professors because it's really important that you build a relationship on somebody that, you know, you want to work with. And it's also important that you go above and beyond so you can figure out what you want to study and what you're interested in. So um, that was, you know, that's my biggest advice is, you know, even though the, fir the first two years you don't have to do too much work, it's important that you, you know, go and find those opportunities that you're interested in. Awesome. Let's move forward and talk about service learning through the Honors College. Yeah, so in terms of service learning, I, I kind of view service learning as connecting, um, you know, an experience of supporting the community or the global community in a way to the academic environment and what you're learning, what you're interested in. And there are lots of ways that that kind of manifests itself. One of the ways that I've seen service learning um, in my own personal academic career was I was able to receive a grant from the Honors College to actually work for a nonprofit, to work for Canopy, the resettlement agency. And I was also able to do an honors research course where we researched topics of food insecurity and worked with the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank. Awesome. That is so sweet to hear. So you kind of mentioned it a little bit. The Honors College does provide sometimes those grants in mm -hmm. case, you know, you want to secure the internship at it's college. College is expensive. Living off campus is expensive. So do they do they offer you those grants to help you kind of have that little bit of cushion room while you're interning? Yeah. And and one of the biggest problems, I guess, when you're when you're really looking at service and like public interest, things like that, is that a lot of times those nonprofit internships don't pay. So, you know, sometimes that can be a barrier for students. And that's where the Honors College steps in. Um, they provide grants. Uh, and, and it kind of depends on the time period, like how much they're providing or where you apply. But they at some times provide grants for students who are interested in interning in the nonprofit sector. Um, I think it can be like around a thousand dollars up to. Perfect. And I'm assuming that's also like an application based process. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. All righty. Let's talk about honors college housing. I briefly was in those dorms this mm -hmm. last summer with Rock Camp. Um, and I noticed you'll have some funky chairs in the lobby. What do you think about those? Um, the, the chairs? Well, the lobby is just a, a place that is always busy. So, I mean, they're popular enough for students always to hang out there, I guess. Um. Which, no, I can agree on because I think those chairs are so fun. But <laughs> did you live in Honors College housing? Yeah, I lived in the Honors College dorm my first year, Hot Hall. Um, it was a great experience. I'm, I'm an out of state student. So coming to the U of A building community was like one of my first priorities when I got here. And it was super easy to do that in the honors college because, you know, there are people that are in classes with you, people that um, you can study with. It's a very active dorm. Some honors college programming happens in the honors dorm. Really, I mean, and it's just a bunch of students who really want to get involved and are all here to make the best of it. So um, there's always people to hang out with, always something going on in the lobby, always people to study with. Really, it's just a great experience. Awesome. So talk about um, your experience. Let's dive in a little bit more. Like, how was making those relationships? Was it easy? Was it hard? You know, let's just let's talk about all things about that. 
Yeah, so when I first moved to the U of A, I did rock camp like you had mentioned just a minute ago. Um, And so I met a few people, you know, before starting classes, but then I didn't really know that many people. And when I first got to the Honors College dorm, like, I think there was like a big orientation with all of the dorms that all the freshmen that went to. And like, Hots Hall went all out, like... Me and my roommate, we got all dressed up for it. I mean, everybody was hanging out in the lawn, like decorating our like letters for our dorm. And that was just like one of the biggest memories I have of just an example of how active it is, how easy it is to like socialize and make friends. Um, I I also like got involved in a lot of clubs on campus. So that was another way that I built community. But in terms of the honors dorm, like I got involved in the I, I forget exactly what it's called, but like the dorm like student congress situation where you kind of make policies for housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a way to meet people. And then, like I mentioned before, there were honors college events going through the honors dorm. So there'd be opportunities to, like grab pizza and talk to some professors or learn about study abroad, things like that. Sweet. So it sounds like they have a lot of um, those events, you know, to build that community within the within the students living in the dorm, but also within the honors college as a whole. So I think it's really cool that they allow you they give you those opportunities to meet those professors and start building those relationships, because like you mentioned, it's very important to build those before you start, you know, your big honors thesis and decide who you want to work with. Um Let's talk about research grants. We've kind of mentioned, you know, other grants a little bit, but specifically research grants. Yeah. So like we mentioned before, every honor student has to do an honors thesis. So every honor student is doing research. Um, and of course, it's very helpful when you can get financial support. And the research grants aren't just for like if you're in a lab and you have material costs. They're also for students who are maybe just like writing a paper or doing like me an interview based project. And it's also just to help you like subsidize the time that you're spending on that research. And, uh, you know, the state of Arkansas and the University of Arkansas knows that these thesis projects, these research projects are helpful to the state. Um, They, you know, provide new information, new thought. Like, for example, my project is helping like a resettlement agency that's important to this area. And so I think that's part of why they provide those grants is to kind of, you know, realize that you're doing something to contribute to our community. We want to help you. Um, the honors college research grants are, are a couple thousand dollars. So you can get a lot of uh, financial support for just doing that research project. You do have to apply. You have to submit a proposal, usually a couple pages, um, kind of explaining what your research is going to be in that process and why it's important. Um, and the honors college also facilitates students applying for surf grants, which are state level competitive research grants as well. So, if you get a surf grant, you know, you stick with the surf grant. And then if you don't, you can, you know, go down and apply for the honors college grant. Perfect. You touched on it very briefly. Um, but how do you go um, about requesting funding? Yeah. So the honors college has an application process for that. Um, the biggest part of it is your research proposal. So it's usually a couple of pages where you talk about Uh, This is like a little bit of background on my research and why it's important. Here's the methodologies, the ways that I'm going to be studying this, um, a timeline of what you intend to do as a part of your research. Um, So you don't have to have like any of the research actually done except for some background, but you do have to know, have an idea in your head of what you're going to be doing. Awesome. Well, um, if you are a current student in the Honors College take a look on that website to see, you know, what specific deadlines are approaching for those grants, whether that's a research grant or a study abroad grant. Um, 
But that's all we had today talking about the Honors College. Um, as y'all know, I like to ask two questions when I'm ending these episodes. So, Juliana, the first question is, what is your favorite University of Arkansas tradition? I think my favorite tradition by far is calling the hogs. Every time at our mock trial tournaments when we, like, win an award or something, we always call the hogs. And it's, like, kind of embarrassing, but it's also really funny and everybody knows it. So, you know, that's definitely my favorite. No, I think that is so cool that y'all get to call the hogs in celebration. I might have to make my way onto one of these mock trials just to see that happen. But by all means, do not feel embarrassed because that is super cool. Um, My next question is, what is your favorite place to eat in Fayetteville and or the Northwest Arkansas area? Okay, so I'm a foodie. This question really speaks to me. Um, Eclectic Kitchen is definitely my favorite place to eat. It's like right off campus. Um, And, you know, on the outside, you might not see or realize how great the food is. But when you visit, oh, my gosh, it is amazing. It's a little bit like higher ends, like steak, pasta, stuff like that. Um, But there's like one chef and he, you know, makes sure everything is done to perfection. It is awesome. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. I am starving right now. So I might have to check it out one of these days. Um, But thank you so much for coming on and um, taking the time out to discuss all things um, Honors College. Um, That is all we had for you today. I hope this helps if you are an incoming student who um, is looking into being a part of the Honors College. If you would like to learn more about um, the Honors College, please visit honors.uark.edu. Um, if you want to be a, a guest on this podcast, you can DM us on Instagram at uarcnsfp. And as always, if you are a new student, I hope that is absolutely not a problem.